This is a Be Groovy or Leave production. Head to BeGroovyOrLeave.com to discover the best in new music. Now on with your show. Welcome to Life on Music. I'm your host, Jesse Napper. If you're new to the show, this is the podcast where I chat with a different guest each week all about music. And this week, I'm chatting with Laura Semple, who I became familiar with as the host of Local Love, which is a podcast all about social media marketing for musicians. And she also has a business called Hunger Digital, which deals with social media marketing. And she teaches social media marketing at RMIT in Melbourne. So she really knows her stuff. I thought this would be an interesting discussion to have, a bit different from the usual chats with musicians, but... Yeah, I think it was a lot of fun. So here is the chat with Laura. All right, so we have Laura Sample with us today. How are we doing, Laura? Really good. Thanks for having me, Jesse. <laughs> no problem. So my usual podcast is just talking to people who are releasing music. Yeah. But every now and then I like to talk to someone else because you get you get sick of the artists sometimes. <laughs> exactly. That's not true. No, it's not true. They're all they're all nice. Just um, <laughs> saving, just save myself a little. But yeah, you're, you're you're someone I came across. You have a podcast yourself called Local Love. Yeah, maybe you could just tell us a little bit about that and what you what you do and what your aim is with, with that. What my vibe is? Yeah. So <laughs> my podcast, Local Love, I started it. I think in March or maybe it was May might have been May around my birthday. And so it was a podcast that I like started focusing on like social media and sort of marketing stuff, mainly for music artists and freelancers, because like I've got a PR background in like music PR and have worked in social media marketing for quite some time and am a artist in my spare time when I have it as well and I um I just found that like a lot of artists especially when you're starting out like it it's so expensive to not only write your music but also promote your music and a lot of the time you want to at least be able to do some of the marketing stuff yourself while you're getting yeah. things off the ground so like I thought it'd be good to start this podcast to sort of give people some tools and stuff and at least so they know as well if they're going to hire someone <laughs> a little bit about like best practices and all that boring stuff as well that comes with competitions. But yeah. yeah it's definitely a, a cool podcast. There's, I can't think of a lot of other, other podcasts that are like kind of aimed towards music marketing. So um, it's definitely an interesting one to check out. Um, yeah. But yeah, even if you're even if you're not a musician, there's I think still some pretty good information in there. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I try to sort of direct it more to the freelancer music sort of crowd because <laughs> there's definitely a lot of like social media podcasts sort of out there, but a lot of them are like definitely the like startup business or like the heavy, you know, business consumer side and there's definitely a difference with music artists. You know, you don't want to look like a sellout <laughs> yeah. on your socials. No, definitely. You've been doing music marketing for a little while now. Yeah. I think I um I started, I don't know, I'd say I, would, I started with my own music blog. So Sample Size mm-hmm. was around, I think it was like, I don't know, three or five years ago that it 
was I, I don't know. It's crazy how many years it's been now, but um, it started that and that's probably where I started in marketing because I did my own marketing for the blog. And then I, um, I begged Zach Abrams from Vice Royalty to give me an internship. I'm like, just give me a job. I want to just <laughs> let me do some stuff. And so he caved and um, I did a bit of an internship with him before coming becoming his assistant, doing music PR stuff and, yeah, and then just kept going. Yeah, from cool. So since you've started your kind of journey with um, marketing and PR and stuff, what's the mm. biggest changes that you've seen? I would have to say the biggest change is definitely in um, – like blogs is a huge thing and just everything is shifting. So like years ago it would take, you know, Facebook became a thing and nothing ever changed for like 10 years or whatever type thing where then, you know, blogs started coming out and they were very prevalent and that's how you got your music out. And then it seems that around the time, even when I sort of stopped doing mine, a lot of other music blogs disappeared and, um, and there was always like influences, but it's, you know, how do you get your music out there through influences? And then podcasting mm-hmm. is now such a huge thing as well. And so it's like where we had this spot for music, like artists to promote their music, which was through blogs and stuff like that. We have kind of lost that a little bit. While we still have influences and podcasters, it's not really the mm-hmm. same. So I think, um, I think in that space, social media marketing or advertising has really sort of allowed artists to like get their stuff out there a bit more. Yeah, definitely. I was kind of thinking, I don't remember what episode it was of your podcast I was listening to. Uh, Might have been the Alice Ivy one. Yeah. I was just kind of thinking, I can't imagine having to market before social media. It seems so difficult. Yeah. Well, I guess it was like, I mean... It would have been like situational in a way, like being discovered by a band manager and getting out there and touring. I think it would have been a lot more like gig related face to face. There still would have been PR. I think PR would have been a lot bigger where PR is probably a lot more difficult sort of now or not the same as it used to be. Like, you know, setting up those, they call them pictorials where they'll literally say like, I I don't know, like... Alice Ivy is going to be at this um, park at this time with her dog, come right. out and take a photo and make a newspaper article about it. Like there would have been more of that set up mm-hmm. back then where now it's so saturated as well. So it's a little bit harder to cut through all the, I guess, noise. Yeah. So I just wanted to So you're, you're a musician yourself. You said you're an artist in your spare time. <laughs> yeah, it's. It's been a little while. I um yeah, I grew up playing piano, like classical cool. piano from the age of like 6 or 5 and picked up flute, guitar, you know, all the instruments and um yeah, and then I kind of went into the electronic world, which I really liked. And um my artist name is Adeline, A T A L E I N. But um, I haven't released any music for about a year and I thought like, you know, I'm always doing a million things and my heart at the time was not so much in writing music. I was finding it just more of a chore, I guess. And so I thought, you know, I need to, I love music. I'll always love music. But for now, 
I'm going to just redirect my energy a little bit. <laughs> sure. Is it something you think you'll you'll get back into? Probably. Like it's just something that like I've been writing music for so long, not like in a, I guess, in a sense of using like logic or something like that. I've only really been using Ableton and stuff for a few years, but um, it's always just been there. And my um, my boyfriend, he's very musical and has so much equipment. <laughs> it's ridiculous. So I think it'll, it'll always be there. And I love, I love performing. I probably love being on stage more than the writing process. <laughs> right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Sweet. Maybe I need to join a band. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's um, that's the way to go. Have you been in bands before? Yeah, I started off in a band, but we like wrote all the music and stuff like that. And I've played, I managed a band and played in it, just doing like the SPD drums type thing, <laughs> which was really fun. I really liked that. So maybe I just need to find like some random band where I can like hit some stuff or press some buttons or play some synths or something, if anyone's looking. <laughs> But a, a couple of other things I got here that you are involved with. So Hunger Digital is your company. So like Hunger Digital is what I, I guess freelance or mainly work under where Local Love, like they're kind of joined, but Local Love is like the podcast sort of side. So Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. It makes sense. And uh, what, what kind of things do you do with Hunger, Hunger Digital? Yeah, so Hunger Digital, so I started it when I was sort of freelancing, working with Zach Vice Royalty because I was working freelance with a lot of other companies or like Handsome Tours, Wondercore Island and stuff. And I just wanted to have, I guess, like a company name and Hunger Digital, the name really resonated with me because I thought like hunger, like you're, like I was working in PR mainly, but like you're hungry to get more hits or more stuff for like your clients and things. And um, so I've always kept the name because I really liked it. And so now I'm trying to get more into like helping artists, whether it's with websites. So I do all digital sort of stuff. So web development, SEO, the social media marketing side. And I think um, in 2021, I want to try and do a bit more workshop-based stuff, which I sort of mentioned um, off Mm -hmm. before we were recording to sort of launch that in 2021, um, sort of in line with like I've been teaching at RMIT, the music industry students, social media and stuff, and just making something that's more tailored to artists and relatable and like that you can actually put into practice and sort of see your platform grow. Yeah, right. And so with the RMIT, you do t- uh, tutorials there. Um, what, what is, yeah. um, so what kind of tutorials? Is that the social media media kind of stuff? Yeah, it's it's really changed the way that RMIT sort of does their teaching and stuff now. So like beforehand they would, um, you'd have like a lecture and you'd learn your stuff in your lecture and then you'd have a tutorial that was very related to the lecture. Right. And so now my understanding is, I'm not sure if it's with other degrees, but for the music business degree, you'll do a lecture and then... Um, for one of the courses, it's a lecture and then you have a shoot or they call them studios. And so you get to choose three studios. One, I believe, is um, touring. So you learn how to like manage a whole tour for an artist or whatever. And then um, one of them is like a writing one. So I think it's you do a remix of a track or something within Ableton or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then the other one is the one that I teach, which is social media marketing. I think that's what it's called. 
I named it. I can't remember, but, um, but, um, it's all, it's more practical. So it's really good. Like the students, they're not assessed in like an academic sense of you have to reference and you have to use these long terms that could really be simplified and all of that. But it's more about, um, like for me, I let them, they use their own artist page or an artist that they really like, and they just set up a social media campaign before releasing a track so outside of promotion to get them thinking about like how to stay active when you're not promoting on social media and then their second assessment is more looking at how to set up a full ad campaign and promotional cycle on socials and stuff so just giving them the tools to actually put into practice which is good yeah so different from when I went. <laughs> yeah, yeah, cool, cool. And with the, you, you mentioned the workshops as well. Are they similar kind of things? Yeah, so the workshops that I'm wanting to do through Hunger Digital, it'll be um, sort of similar to that. I think like for RMIT, it's 12 weeks, like two hour, one one to two hour sessions. So it's a lot more intensive and, and more in depth. And we talk a lot about, like each individual sort of thing um, where my workshops will be probably a little bit like it'll go into detail, but it won't be too, too intensive. And I've only got one at the moment that I've sort of been developing, which will focus on Instagram, like creating content for your Instagram or that kind of thing. And then, um, yeah. And then from there, if people do the session or the workshop and then they want to book like a more a one-on-one kind of thing to get a bit of help. That's sort of how it will work, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, cool. So kind of in the early stages at the moment. Yeah, exactly. There'll be a fun competition. So keep your Ooh, eye out for that. <laughs> I'll be entering straight away. Hope you're enjoying the chat so far just breaking it up as always to let you know if you wanted to check out laura's podcast which is called local love you can find that wherever you listen to podcast so wherever you're listening to this right now i'm sure you can find it by searching local love and you should also go check out her socials as well to keep up to date with what she's doing when new episodes come out and you can follow life on music as well on social media I'll link everything down in the description of the episode. And if you are enjoying the podcast, feel free to subscribe wherever you're listening right now to hear the episodes when they're first released. But let's jump back into the chat with Laura. Yeah, so you talk a lot about on the podcast, just different tips and tricks and whatnot. Yeah. What is one, I guess, mistake that you see a lot of artists making that you would if you could, you, you could correct it. I think the number one mistake or that like a lot of frustration is, is that um, when you make your Instagram handle, so like where the at sign and you have your artist name or whatever it may be. So for me, it's Adeline Music. And then when you go on Facebook, it's something mm-hmm. different. So it might be just like Adeline or something like that. And I think the reason why that's probably my pet peeve, and I think it's the same for a lot of other people, is that when you go to tag in an artist, if they're not really big and they're different, it can be really hard to like tag them in a post on Facebook. So for example, like if a media, I don't know, a blog wrote about you and they wanted to put the post on Instagram, they can tag you really easily if they've found it or whatever. 
but then they find might not be able to find you so easily on Facebook yeah. because it's not the same kind of handle. So it's always – and then on Twitter if it's different again. That would be one. And then the other one would be – it's just everyone does this kind of thing, but it's just like n- not staying active I think is probably one thing that can just – I think people don't think about how important it is to, even when you're not releasing music, to just still find a way to be active, whether it's through stories or something, because as soon as you drop off, if you don't post for like a month, your um, visibility, I guess, starts to disappear. So, you know, if you don't post for a month and then you have a track out and you've just been dormant for a while, then it's hard, like you just won't appear in people's feeds so got to figure out how to be active yeah i'm sometimes guilty of that i i guess like doing the podcast is it's meant that i've had to have to upload at least a couple times a week but um i sometimes fall fall out of it but (laughs) we're not perfect no exactly and life gets in the way you got to be kind to yourself as well (laughs) um yeah also with the tagging thing you were mentioning made me think of so before this i I still do occasionally do it, but I um, did a radio show and kind of just yeah. Australian music kind of thing. And I'll try to, like, after the show, put a post on the Facebook, just what the songs were mm-hmm. and the artist. And sometimes it would just take me so long to tag everyone because it was just... I know. Just like, it's just a it's just a nightmare. And, and that's like, I, I think I spoke about it in... I can't remember if I did it as just a like a real type thing or something, but I spoke about how, yeah, how like, you know, it's so good if you have a website to have like, you know, maybe your website is similar to your username and then your username is the same on all other assets kind of that you Mm -hmm. use like YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, because it just makes it easy. Like if you're playing a big festival for the first time, it needs to be, easier if someone finds you on Instagram like I did this with a band I found them on Instagram and thought they were really cool and then I went to Facebook to find them their name was generic so it wouldn't come up when I searched it so then when I put the user like the user handle from Instagram in Facebook it also didn't come up because it was different so you can you know you can lose people <laughs> yeah definitely I'm I'm with you on that one yeah so, something else you do in the podcast I can't remember if it's something you still do because I kind of listen to them out of order. But um, you, you would ask people what what kind of apps they're using. So what kind of apps uh, are you using for everything you do? Oh, my phone is down, sta- down, just down there, so I can't check. Um, so my go-to app, I suppose, for photos is just the Vosco Cam one, V-S-C-O. I've used it for ages. I just use it for editing pictures Mm -hmm. and it's so handy. I don't actually use a lot of apps to make stuff Mm -hmm. on my phone because I'm on my computer so much and I do a lot of design for my like work as well. I mainly use like Illustrator, Photoshop, but I've been getting really into Canva like because it just makes it so easy and quick. But um, one app that I found or it's like a website it's called Veo, I believe like v-e-e dot i-o right. 
And it's really good for adding um, subtitles to your videos and stuff. And they have like nice colors. So I really like that because no one ever really listens to audio. Like they just don't listen to audio. (laughs) So when you're like promoting, uh, like even if it's your own like song and you want your song lyrics to come up or if you have a podcast and you want like a snippet from the podcast, you're going to post it on socials. It's always I find good to kind of have the like captions as well. So I found, yeah. That's probably my go-to, my latest discovery that I really like. Cool. Yeah, I use a similar thing to that. It's called, I think it's called Capwing. And um, yeah. it's kinda, I use that to edit the videos as well. Um, oh, I do, cool. well, not edit, but like kind of resize them for um, like Instagram or Facebook or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, and it's, I don't use it enough that it charges me, which is good. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I think um, the vo1 if that i probably am saying it incorrectly but um you have to pay to get rid of the little watermark right. of their logo i think it's like 12 maybe 12 dollars a month but i figure like that's okay it's just four coffees and i'm or three coffees and i'm drinking haven't been going out so yeah, i can, that's it. can afford that that's <laughs> it uh, yeah, thank, thanks for thanks for joining me today. It's been good chatting to you. Yeah, it's been really nice to, you know, see your face and do something different today. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I don't know any podcasters in my in my real life, so it's always good to chat uh, with another one. Maybe we should start a um like a Facebook group slash meetup, Melbourne meetup of podcasters. You're in Melbourne, aren't you? No, I'm in oh, Sydney. No. Oh well, there you go. I'm sure there's I'm, I'm out of the group already. No, yeah, sorry, but I, I know a few in Melbourne, but um, yeah, not not so much. Oh, a couple in Sydney, maybe, but yeah, there's definitely a few of us around. Yeah, for sure. They just, <laughs> I just gotta, just gotta hunt them down. Yeah, exactly. Thanks for listening and thank you to Laura for chatting with me this week. Don't forget to check out Laura's podcast, Local Love, wherever you listen to podcasts and you can follow her on her socials as well and follow Life on Music on my socials. And if you enjoyed the episode, feel free to subscribe or follow to hear the episodes when they're first released. And that's all for this week. Until next week, goodbye. Life on Music was brought to you by Be Groovy or Leave. Head to BeGroovyOrLeave.com to discover the best in new music.